Hi, everyone. I am Elise Snipes, your host of TrailerCast podcast, and I'm checking in here on a Monday. <laughs> Usually, I let the week unravel before me and then kind of spend some time seeing what is coming through or what is coming up or what little cosmic breadcrumbs I've picked up along the week and then allow that to be woven into a podcast episode. And so last week I was getting ready and preparing for weekends, which are my, like, they're like my pride and joy in the way that I'd like to talk about my children. <laughs> something that I created and something that I get to, to raise and continue to see evolve and grow and, and become its own thing. And so I missed last week, and so I'm here this week, and today we're going to spend some time talking about what healing is and what change is. So welcome to TrailerCast. Okay, so Monday, following weekends, and what tends to happen every weekend is there is some, well, okay, I should probably back up. Weekends are personal retreats, and so you don't have to be in therapy to come. I don't have to be your therapist to come. The point is an intensive opportunity for you to see yourself super clearly and for you to take the time and the space to actually see things as they are. And then for you to actually create your own form of change. And so weekends is a living experience of being able to take back your own knowing, to set things into motion from where you see and what you can uh, put back into your life in a very realistic way. And so I think of weekends as like, think about like, you know, during the week and we're all just kind of waiting for the weekend. It's like, oh, the weekend where I get to not do all the things I do the rest of the time. <laughs> so that's what weekends is. It's a chance for you to get to do you. And then I host or uh, kind of set the table, if you will. And then you get to kind of come and taste and eat and feast and make it your own. And so I walk us through Friday is about initiation and invitation and we do the work of our past, collecting the different pieces and parts of self and pieces of stories that we have long forgotten, abandoned, rejected, denied, and we're like, ugh, I just can't, or I won't, or I don't want to, or that will never get better or different. And we honor safely and with deep care an invitation to welcome the fragmented pieces of ourselves home so that the work of healing that we do floats all the way back to where we began, okay? The second day is about contemplation and conversion. We have an opportunity to get a bird's eye perspective on our life. And so most of the time we get super sunk and super stuck in a moment, a relationship, a wound, a trauma, a pattern. Go with me on that, right? Fill in your own blank. 
a thing we had stuck there. And we take that thing to therapy and we take it there once a week and we try to untangle it and we just can't move off it. And it's because we're in it. We're in it. I've been there. I've been in it. (laughs) And what we do within weekends is we create a timeline, which maybe sounds overwhelming or makes you nauseous or sounds exciting and invigorating. Who knows? But the point is that we get up and out of it. And then we do an experiential timeline, which means we actually walk through, we externalize, we move through and over with a bird's eye perspective rather than me stuck in the story as 8, 16, 19, 28, 32, right? It's an opportunity for us to take all the pieces from Friday, all the parts of ourselves, our knowing, our strength, our surviving through my timeline, not in but through and out the other side and we look at how we were formed not literally but our identity and our sense of self and and how we communicate to ourselves and the spoken beliefs the spoken messages and the unspoken beliefs and the unspoken messages and we we use what we remember and what we sense as a way to lift up and out of our experience so we're less stuck and more in motion, okay? We spend time equipping you to learn how to rewrite, rescript, create limitless beliefs rather than limiting beliefs. And I want to say something on this. Um, When we talk about changing our beliefs, this is not a scripted coaching program. Okay. This is not me telling you what you should think, believe, or feel. This is you in your own work, coming to your own like self-revelatory knowing. This is you doing the work and realizing on your own what is actually true and what is different now and what you can see from here. I think that's a really important point to make is when we think about the work of healing and the work of transformation is that no one can give it to you. No one can do it to you or for you. The invitation is to your sacred self to unbox, to unfold, to come forward, to rise up. Okay. And the final day, we really land the plane, which is, um, I really want people to go back to their lives well. And the work of experiential transformation allows us to use our knowing and our change to stay in motion. And so we go through what change may look like when we return home so that what we learn doesn't just stay up in our noggin as intellect, but kind of like sifts down into our body, into our lived experience, and that is transformation. So that's weekends. And then obviously also all the other beautiful things that come with that connection to other, connection to self, connection to the divine, a beautiful home, the ocean, um, delicious food, good company. And the work of weekends dominantly I like to think of it as remembering that healing is 
really just remembering. Remembering who we are. Taking the time to go to a weekend so we can see and rest and clear out space and be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. And so I would love to offer you the invitation to consider your own work through the language that healing is remembering. And what we're doing is remembering who we are and who each other are. And when we remember something, then we begin to actually just shift because we know now. And so change isn't something we have to program. It's just something that is occurring because we are. And I want you to think about that when you've ever like, oh, I forgot. I forgot that thing. Oh, now I remember. So I'm going to go do that thing. So think about it even like um, something you're supposed to do today. And when you remember that you were supposed to pick up your kids, <laughs> anyone else, <laughs> that you just then go and do it. I don't remember I was supposed to do that and then just sit here. Do you see what I mean? That when we remember, we do. It's natural inertia. And that's the second part of this is I want you to consider that change, that the difference that is only inertia. And the definition of inertia is that objects in motion stay in motion. And when we begin to kind of snowball or, or roll ourselves towards something, then we stay in motion towards something. And again, we're up and out of that stuck place and we are on our way. We're on our way. I'm on my way. You are on your way. And so we are less start, stop. We are, are less black and white. We are less, I'm going to do that big, big change and force myself into that box and be super rigid. And then I'm going to totally not. <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to do nothing. We're not going to be people that overindulge and then restrict. Overindulge and then restrict. That's torture. And that is rude. When we think about the invitation to healing, being tender and gracious and radical. It is also kind and generous and real. And so your work and my work is to remember. Remember who you are. See her, see him well enough to allow the remembering and the knowing to sink into your bones into such a way that you couldn't live your life in any other way. There's only one way that I can go forth and be myself. And then now that I'm in motion, my inertia moves me through my life as lived experience, as lived transformation. I don't have to write it all down anymore. I just am. I'm freed into my transformation, into my Phoenix rising. I'm here. I'm on over. I'm on this side. I'm I'm on the other side of this work, and so we can exhale. We don't have to capture it all and, and take notes on it all and be like, "Oh, I should do that." Oh no, I just remembered, so now I'm gonna go. It's so quick. What happens when we remember? Every weekend that I get to attend, I also get a little or a big. <laughs> moment of awareness for myself. Anytime I pause long enough 
get far enough out of my own routine, my own things I have to do and get to do, things emerge. Things that maybe I have been pushing off or knowing but not making time for. You know what I'm saying. You know it in your own life too, right? So I'm going to read you something I wrote. Um, This is something I wrote to myself after the weekends that I hosted in September. It's personal. And I've read it almost every morning since then. Because again, I'm remembering, right? And my, my invitation to you as you listen is to consider where you al- might align with these words and for your own remembering. And if you don't, maybe just to listen and also hear what a story of transformation and remembering looks like via my story. Right? Because the more stories we have and the more options there are for us to realize that there are so many unique ways forward. And so during this weekend in September, as I'm way out of my own to-do list, the last day of weekends, I ask people to write a letter to themselves that I can then mail to them later. And the point of that is that we are the author of our own life and everything we need to get what we're after is within us. And so when people write them to themselves, and then receive that letter later, they're usually like, holy shit, <laughs> I do know. Wow, that was some really big work. And I, and I had what? Forgotten. <laughs> and so the work is remember. And so this is um, an offering of my own letter to myself. Uh, may, it, may it open you and serve you as well. Elise, some things you need to remember as you continue to unwrap. You are evolving, shedding, emerging, molting. Let the dead things die. Shed the skin. Let go of the garbage. Get rid of everything unnecessary. Don't go calling the trash treasure. When you let go of the old, you will have room for the new, for what is next. You made a commitment to yourself for one year to not consume alcohol, to stop the numbing, to quit calling disappearing rest or self-care. You are more creative than this. You are so freaking creative. So stop drowning your dreams and wasting your time. It's time to step into and stay in your power. No retreating, shrinking, or putting on the earthworm. You are the eagle. Protect your gift. Push into it. What you create is needed. Learn how to care, soften, and replenish at the end of the day. Develop a new practice, ritual, and commit to it. You are capable. Soften. Dissolve the black and white. Keep 
evolving soar. You can see, trust your vision, make time for your gift and ideas. You have so much time, resources, ideas, options, people, jump in, stay true. Remember who you are and then be that so powerfully. It is you. You already are. So in, take a moment just to, (laughs) wow. There is something about, okay, so here's what I'm just going to just keep going. This is what it is, right? There is a wise self within each of us, a person, a version of whatever, right? A higher version of self, a wise self. I think of her as like a wise, wise woman who is able to also give me advice in your own context. You could call that uh, discernment or Holy spirit or God or uh, sacred self. There are the languages um, irrelevant as long as you lean in to the knowing And this letter is from my knowing. And so when I read the words, I remember that I am not alone in what I know and that all of the versions of myself, past, present, and future are for me surrounding me with me as I continue to evolve and shed and molt and move and expand and know and have fun and dance and try new things and jump in the pool and whatever. And so I'm, I'm also going to note something super concrete in here. I made a commitment to myself at that weekend. I needed to, I was trying to break my own family cycles and ties to alcohol as the thing that solves the thing. It's not. And in my personality, I tend to do that start stop that I was referring to earlier in this podcast. I tend to, um, 30 days, 30 days, and it's like whiplash right to my own life. And so I knew that in taking a step towards myself and my own healing, that it needed to be longer than a 30-day situation. And so it is now April, so someone can, else can do the math on that. And it's been this whatever amount of months since September. And what I know now is I've had way more time to figure out what the heck self-care looks like for me at the end of the night. And the reason I'm saying self-care is because it's really hard to be a human. And it's been really hard for me to be a human in 2020, 2021. We went through some of the biggest changes of our lives as a family. We went through some of the biggest changes of our lives in our society, culture, state, and so forth. Some of the biggest uh, culture and leadership changes in my own work with radical wellness and the women that I get to serve. It's a lot. I hold a lot. And as a result, I need to also care a lot for myself. And I was singularly focused. I had one answer. I'm tired, a drink. I'm exhausted, (laughs) a drink. I'm overwhelmed, a drink. I'm sad, a drink. Um, I'm treating myself, a drink. I'm celebrating, a drink. I'm out with friends, a drink. I mean, pick one. Even if it was only one drink, that's not the point. 
the point was it was the only thing I was filling the blank in with. I was stuck. Okay, so I'm, I'm saying alcohol. It's very, what I can see now is it's whatever I fill in the blank with. Because after alcohol, it became sugar, right? And so I'm like, oh, it's not alcohol. It's whatever I'm using to self-soothe and to, and to comfort. And I'm not going to keep calling those things comfort when they're just placeholders for me meeting with myself. I'm not going to call the placeholder the treasure. And yes, um, everything, everything I've just named is effective. And when we are in freedom, then all of those things work. I was fixated, and there's a difference. I was fixated on that being the singular way to accomplish whatever it was I was looking for. Now, I realize that there are a lot more answers and ways that I can think about what nighttime looks like, or what celebration feels like, or what treating myself tastes like. Now, do I do that every time the right way? That's not even a way I think about it anymore. There isn't right. There's just always invitation for me to consider, what do you actually need? Why do I sit with the question rather than just jumping right to conclusion? And so out of September weekends came a commitment to myself and an invitation to break some cyclical, generational strongholds, patterns, whatever, dependency, addiction. And that was the first layer. Beyond that first layer of not having alcohol, or again, whatever it is for you, whatever it is for me, really just a placeholder, because it's not about alcohol, and it's not about sugar. It's about me or you learning how to meet with ourself. Because the reality is we do hold a lot and we have been through a lot and so we need something and we're not going to get it right every time because that's not the point it's not what we're after is right what we're after is real and right now and so after this last weekend april <laughs> I came back to this September letter to see if anything was different, to check in, to be like, hey, does that still fit? Right? Because growth and freedom and, and healing and change is inertia. It is in real time. These are not black and white commitments. This is about freedom and abundance and spontaneity and autonomy. Right? I am my own. I get to choose. I get to change what I know now. And so what I, what I realized is that in moving towards change is that I needed a hard and fast rule to get started. And what I know now in April that I didn't see in September is that it actually wasn't about alcohol at all. And how cool <laughs> to get to see that. And I'm still choosing to move forward and to honor my September self who made this commitment. Also being able to see now in my April self that there is so much more for me to explore and I am still shifting, evolving, transforming, becoming. So that's what I am sitting with um, today, this side of weekend. Um, the other thing that I was thinking about that I wanted to share 
is that sometimes after big work, we like want to do random things. Okay. <laughs> so could this be me? And if it is, that's okay too. Um, I've had my therapist suggest that I like clean out my closet and I was kind of like, okay, like I don't, I don't have time for that. And then after weekends, I'm like, I'm going to clean out my closet. And I don't mean like go through my shit. I mean, take every single item and speck of life out of there. And I don't, what does, what does clean out your closet have to do with change or transformation or therapy or weekends or healing or whatever? I don't know. But sometimes when you just do something, then you realize what the lesson is. Okay. And so after therapy or after a retreat or after a big aha moment in your life, wherever you have it, notice what you want to do. Do you want to clean that out? Do you want to change things up? Do you want to drink more water? Listen, your, your body, your brain, your spirit are also trying to invite you further into your healing. And so what tends to happen is that the next day, that thing doesn't taste the same. Or that, that old thing doesn't feel the same. Because you're different. Like actually different. And so we notice. And then we honor that. We listen. That it's like, I don't want that anymore because September me did and April me doesn't, right? So me on Friday versus me on Sunday, things changed. And so we honor the change when we pay attention to ourself and what ourself is knowing and noticing and reminding us of. And so my, my blessing to you, if I may, is remember Remember who you are and inertia. Stay in motion. Let the ball roll. Let yourself unfold. Become you. You are you. Have a great week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to TrailerCast. As always, I am honored to get to have time with you in your week. I do not take that lightly or flippantly. Every week, um, I actually look and see who listened <laughs> because I want to know who's there and who's out there. And so I want you to know it means a lot. And you are a part of this big and beautiful work. And so if you have thoughts or questions or things are coming up for you as you listen to the podcast, please feel free to reach out. My email address is elise, E-L-Y-S-E, at elisesnipes.com. I'll put that in the show notes. Um, and if you're thinking about weekends and you've thought I'd like to do something like that, I only have three spots left for this year. Um, we're slow rolling it out just because of, um, of COVID and all of the things. And so people's comfort level. So for whatever it's worth, if you're thinking about or want to know more about weekends, feel free to reach out. And then also um, Bali, we're doing a Bali retreat in September. And we have a couple spots left for that. And again, these are just all ways that like I want to live, survive and thrive in my own life. And I want women to come with me. And I want women to come into their own life and self. And if you are a 
male listen to this podcast as well. Um, I do also do retreats just for men and for couples. And so if there are things that you want to do in your life, do them, get them, ask for them, make them happen. It's your life. What do you want? What do you need? Where do you want to go? How do you want to look? Do it.